This is the Women with Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else. Hey there, superwomen. I am so excited today to have my next guest. One of the reasons why I'm so excited because I've known this woman for most of my life. I knew her back when we lived in Cincinnati, Ohio, lived in the same neighborhood. I met her when my mom was doing her hair and her sister's hair. We went to the same high school. We became friends as young women. I think we got reconnected when I was already into my 20s, and I think she was as well. It's amazing that we've stayed friends for many, many years. We both became flight attendants. So she's very much a part of my life journey. She was there for most of the major events in my life. And I'm excited for her because this is a new chapter for her because I always known her to be this person. So I'm excited to have Miss Jo Taylor, hey. uh, an amazing wardrobe stylist. She's actually been doing this for many, many years, wasn't getting paid for it, but she's, you know, has many, many years of experience in styling me, styling all of our friends. So yo, how are you? I am fantastic. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here because, you know, like I said, we go way back. We've known each other forever. And I've always known you to be that person. I was la- I used to tease you all the time because I'm like, who like gets on the treadmill and watches fashion shows? Like, who does that? <laughs> <laughs> well, she does that, you know. And even though you had, you know, 30 plus years, about 30, yeah, 31 years of being a flight attendant, meaning that you got a chance to be all over the world, look at fashion all over the world. You know, you've been to Milan, you've been to France, you've been all over the place and being able to be in a flight and it does allow you to be more open to culture and what's available to you. You shopped everywhere. And I think finally, when you decided to stop being a flight attendant, you took that leap. So I'm excited to talk a little bit more about that, your journey, bossing up in the, in the fashion industry. So tell me a little bit about where that interest of fashion started. What was that? Where did that come from? I would say from the moment that the real puberty set in and I looked down and I had boobs and I was an awkward teen. So I had like these big feet and I was tall. I knew I couldn't play sports because I was so (laughs) uncoordinated. But I did see a fashion magazine and remember Forest Park High School. So I, in the library, there was an ebony magazine in the back of the magazine was, it was a fall edition was the fashion fair mm-hmm. section. And I saw all these tall, beautiful women. And I was fixated on this woman with this yellow. It was one shoulder out dress that you could wear right now and be fabulous. And that was back in 19, I would say 82. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you could put that dress on right now and look fantastic for real. It was so gorgeous. And then from there, I just was like obsessed. Yeah. Absolutely obsessed. Every little penny I got from allowance, Christmas money, uh, my little jobs. I spent every penny on some kind of clothing item. Well, you know, it's funny because you're similar to my mother where, you know, I've always looked to penny. I, I was never that girl. Um, my mother was always that woman who, you know, had the jewelry and had the clothing and knew how, you know, would freshen up her lipstick whenever she felt like it was too, you know, she was just from that era. And I depended on her a lot as I was growing up. She would, she loved to shop and she would always have something. 
But even now, as my mom passed, you know, Yolanda has kind of, you've become that person who's always like, okay, you put this lipstick, put this, put this necklace on, here, put this earrings on. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I really appreciate that because, you know, when you are a public person, when you're speaking and you're out there getting out of your own shell and you're putting your business out there, you need people like this. You need people that are going to help you show up as your best self. Mm-hmm. What has been some of the, I would say the ups and downs or hurdles that you've had to go through, whether it's in life or in business as you've been growing this business? Well, I looked at the business. I created the name at the style table in 2013 because I said, okay, I'm going to do it because I started to become closer and closer to retirement. I was really ready, but I was just too kind of afraid to really take that leap. I also had the crutch of having a job as a flight attendant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I did baby steps bought the website name, the domain name, and started writing some blogs and collecting things, but never really putting the pedal to the metal. And then after a while, I just said, you know, I've got to do this. I love doing this. I was shopping for you guys. I'm shopping for myself and I'm shopping for you guys. And then finally, you just were in my ear like, you know, you should just do this. This is what you do. I do it because I love it. But it was just that fear of, I've started businesses before, they didn't work out, what if it doesn't work out again? So it was that, um, that was an obstacle and a huge hurdle that I had to overcome was my past, I won't say failures, I look at it differently now, my past steps towards going to where I'm going. I love that you brought that up because that is a common thing. It is common and, and how you are, you, you have learned how to shift your mindset around that because that, a lot of people do feel like it's, you know, it's a failure and it's not, it is literally steps. It's just one thing that you had to go through to learn a little bit more about what you're doing. And I'm really proud of you because you have come quite a long way. You know, you walked away from a 31 year old job. That job was a very, I mean, you know, I was a flight attendant too. So we had our ups and downs, but which is like a crutch you know, and started doing what you really love to do. What is motivating you the most right now, do you think? Um, <laughs> a couple of things. I would say time and mm-hmm. legacy. Yeah. What I'm leaving to my grandchildren. I have right. three granddaughters. So what I, I want to be a part of the solution yeah. for women. And that's what's motivating me. I think it's amazing because what you do is so needed. I mean, a lot of times, I don't know how many times I've just stood there. I've done everything else and the thing is about to happen and I don't have anything to wear. Like that is a very scary feeling uh, because I don't like to do what I put it off. And I think a lot of women are like that. They've done all the other things, but now you got to stand in front of the crowd and deliver the thing. And you have to look a certain way and you're not going to get the respect. All your work will be just down the drain. If you don't show up and that's part of showing up. And I also like what you're saying is you were saying earlier, we were talking about, this is really part of your self-care. Tell me a little bit more about how you see this as a part of your self-care. Well, one of the things I have as my business is evolving, as I'm bossing up is that I need to, I'm coupling what I know best. I feel like I know fashion. I know how to dress a woman. I'm over 
50. So women over 40, that's when our body starts changing. So I I know you, I understand you. I know what you're going through. And it's a struggle to look in the closet. You're trying, you're taking care of kids. You're taking care of your husband. You're running a business. You're busy and things come up all of a sudden. Guess what? An opportunities come up. I've got to go speak. I've got an opportunity to do a book cover. I've got all of this coming up and I don't have any time and nothing's more demoralizing. It's to go into the closet and go, I have nothing to wear or the thing that you thought you can wear. You can't because it's a little too tight. It's uncomfortable. And so it's depressing. Now you got to find something else. That's extra stress that I want to help remove from your life. Yeah. So I want to be a part of self-care. When I need to go get my hair done, I, I can't do my hair myself. <laughs> I need to go in and have somebody go do it and keep it moving. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so true. It's so true. What would you tell another woman who is trying to like, who's, who's in the same situation where they have been in a very comfortable situation, a job they've been doing for a long time, or, you know, in some of our, some of our female friends c- cases, they're, now empty nesters and they're wanting to make a change in their life or starting to try to start something that maybe they've had a passion about, what would you encourage them to do first? First, if you're looking for something, look at what you love to do. Because if you're making that change from something that's safe, you have to really be passionate about the next thing. Otherwise, it's going to be terrifying and you're not going to finish it. You're not going to make that leap because it won't be worth it to make that leap if you're not passionate about what you do. That's true. What about, what about and I know we've had this conversation before, how does it feel as a person who's starting something new when you don't know all the answers? Like So for some people... They feel like they have to know everything when they start something new. What would you say to someone who felt feels like that? I totally get it because I was one of those people that felt like I had to do everything and it all had to be ready and it all and all that does is hold you back. Yeah. Because during this process, what I've learned, and I say it over and over in my head, do not let the perfect get in the way of your progress. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've even had um, other business owners who have reminded me, don't worry, sis, don't let the perfect get in the way of your progress. So I say that to myself all the time. Anytime I feel stressed, that's what I say to myself and remind myself. That's awesome. Who is the, who would you say is your perfect ideal, we use the word avatar, but your ideal woman, the woman that you just love working with? <laughs> you, <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm the one who needs it. Like literally, yeah. I am the person. <laughs> well, it's just it's um, a woman who is in my age group. It's easy when I really because I'm I'm you. Yeah, my avatar. I'm my avatar. If I didn't love it so much, I would definitely hire someone mm-hmm. because I'm busy. I don't have time to. You just don't have a whole lot of time to think about it. Yeah. That's the last thing you want to think about. You just want to get dressed, look good and get out the door and make that impact. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and another thing I was, we were, I think we were talking about too, is about the impression 
because sometimes, and I know I've been guilty of this, we just kind of dismiss the importance of the way you look. Mm-hmm. And it's so important, the impression that you make uh, when you're doing your hard, you've been doing your hard work. So you know, any, I think that any woman that has to make, has to make an impression, like they are a business owner, they're a speaker, you know, they are a politician, any woman that has to make an impression. I mean, you, if you're staying at home and, and you're like pajama pants all day, maybe that's not for you, but, <laughs> <laughs> but if you have to go out into the world and, and get someone to listen, unfortunately, unfortunately enough, it is what has to happen. You have to look a certain way. You do um, for women, which it's it's it kind of stinks. But you know, a guy can show up in a polo and khakis and get the job done, or a shirt and a tie, and just walk in. But for women, we are always that's extra scrutiny. Yes, for us, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there are fewer women female speakers. So for female speakers, you're really being judged because yeah. you're the minority of as being a woman, but and everybody in women, we judge each other. Oh, look, what's, why does she have that on? It's all, you have all of that. Yeah. And especially when you're up there delivering the information, mm-hmm. you have to feel like you look good in those clothes. You don't want to be sitting there like, oh my God, you know, is, you know, is this sticking out or is that hanging yes. out? No one's clapping. No one's excited. <laughs> is, did I wear the wrong color? I mean, <laughs> Girl, like, I have. I, I just had a bean just recently, and I had looked at everything I wear. What I had on was good, but still, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, "Oh, is this thing hanging out? Is my bra showing? Is is this bulge hanging? Whatever you know, you're thinking. It's like you're thinking a lot. So if you have someone who has stuff together, you know it looks good. You you don't have to. You don't get so distracted, right, by all those conversations in your head. Right. Because think about it. That could be taking like 10% of the information from your mind that you could be delivering effectively because you're worrying about, you know, something about your clothes or, Mm -hmm. but yeah, we, as women, we're always being judged by everybody, Mm -hmm. by everybody. So it, it, it matters. It, it 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 does matter. Another the great thing, you know, because both of us are tall. So I know one of the things you love to specialize in is tall women. We, you have had that interest, I think, for at least 20 years. I mean, I've heard you talk about the tall women industry for years. Yes. And the need there. So I think that's, and it's still a need. Unfortunately, you wouldn't think that would be the, the case at this time because we've we've been talking about this for a long time. But what do you think you can help someone who is tall? Maybe she struggles finding the outfits that fit right or, you know, long enough pants or inseams not right, whatever. How can you help a woman like that? A woman is, well, first off, because I'm tall and I have a 33-inch in, inseam and really long arms. I totally get it. It's largely knowing the designers. I know the designers. I know the stores that will have good quality items. Unfortunately, what happens is you'll find something in a tall, but then the tall is sold out because there's just not enough. That's right. That is the number one problem. When you go to buy something, there's just not enough. And there are very few just stores that really specialize in tall women's clothing because 
Now, if you are a plus size woman and you're plus size and tall, surprisingly, there are more options for you than That's interesting. for someone who's between a four and a 16. Yeah. Because those, those are the, a size 14, 16 is the average American woman. So those clothes, it's tougher to find. Yeah. It's tougher to get those uh, things because once they hit the stores, you got to they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. Yes. This so. so this is so cool. Okay. So what would you say to a woman who wants, she just wants to be successful. She wants to start her business, but she might be a little scared. What would, what would be your advice for her? Um, to save money and save time. I know it sounds crazy. Hire a coach. <laughs> I, I mean, hire a coach to kind of, so you have a roadmap. I'm a big believer in coaches and because what you don't pay on the front, you're going to pay on the back. I always right. say that. My mom always said that. Yes. So go ahead and invest in yourself and get a coach and get a roadmap because then it doesn't seem so scary. And you're less likely to be flailing around trying this and throwing whatever sticks against the wall. You know, right. I wish I would have had a coach when I tried to start my tall women clothing line yeah. that was back in <laughs> a, a while ago. Like you were, and I said, you've been talking about this forever. Yeah, when I had my big Dell computer <laughs> and I was researching the online, uh, online shopping industry. And back then, like 2000, three, it was like 50% of the, they were expecting 50% of the shopping to come from online. That was back then. Wow. So the industry is, um, but still, even with that, there's still not enough clothes for tall women that are amazing quality. That's amazing. Well, I am just so proud of you. Like I said, I'm proud that you finally got going. Where could people find you if they, if they're interested in working with you for their own clothing, if they need a wardrobe stylist, if they have any questions because they're tall or any of the things they've heard, where could they reach out to you? You can reach out to me at the style table on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, at the style, I'm at the style table, LLC. You can also see videos at the style table on YouTube. Please subscribe to my channel. I love <laughs> we talk, that. We talk about women's uh, style issues and how they've made that transition and how they're going through all those things. Yeah. So please hit me up on at the style table.com as well. And let's talk. Let's talk about your style dilemmas and help you get you ready for everything that you need. I'm a yeah. one stop shop. I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness, Yolanda. Have an amazing rest of the day. I'm so glad that we got a chance to talk. And I am also looking forward to all the things that we are planning to do this year. And what, can I say one thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help. Yeah. And for you ladies who are looking for a stylist, remember, don't wait to lose weight. You can't wait because that opportunity is coming right now. And the opportunity is not waiting for you to lose that last 10 pounds. You can't wait on this. Hire a wardrobe stylist at the style table. We'll take care of all of that for you. I am so glad you said that actually, because you're going to hold up your whole life procrastinating on that. And you're not going to get that done. You can look beautiful at any, at any size, as long as you have someone who knows how to style your, your body type and knows how to help you out. So I'm so glad. So yeah, definitely hit her up. And uh, I look forward to talking to you more. All right. Same here. Bye. Thank you for this opportunity. 